Hello there. Welcome to So Sweet Sundays. I'm Sweet. I'm Rosie. I'm Baxter. I'm Cupcake. And I'm me. And today we are going to be talking about things you wish you could take back. So you made a mistake. (laughs) What happens when you make a mistake? So we are going to start this thing and shuffle it up as we always do. And we are going to start with ice. And for the record, this is my baby. This is my oldest child. Bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh. My first love, my true love is him. Oh, God. Anywho. <laughs> Next. So we're going to talk about mistakes. So you made a mistake. Is there there are certain mistakes that you wish that you could turn back the hand of time or nah? Okay. Um, I would say the first one is not finishing school. Mm-hmm. When I was a kid, it took me to go away to finish school, and I got it done, but it still didn't hit the same. So I would say that's probably one of the biggest mistakes I feel I made. This is a mistake and not a mistake in the biggest way because – I'm the oldest, so I had uh, some trials to go through. I went away for a long period of my time, and uh, I feel like it was a mistake, but at the same time, it wasn't because it helped me to grow. I feel like if I didn't go through that, I probably wouldn't have grew the way that I was supposed to. I was going left, real left, and my path was right. So now that I have a different, I wouldn't say I could take back what I went through, but now that I have an experience to do something different, I'm definitely taking that chance to do that. So do you wish that you can turn back the hands of time on that last one? Kind of, sort of, but not really. Because it took me away from my family. Mm -hmm. It took me away from moments that, I'll never get back. So in that aspect, yes. But as far as my growth, no. Okay. And so was it necessary? <laughs> yeah. It was Even necessary. Even though I hated it, it was, it was very necessary. Mm-hmm. I was doing a lot that I shouldn't have been doing. So it was either that or a box. So it was cool. Uh, I mean, it wasn't cool, but I accepted it. Okay. Did it take you a while to accept it? Uh, yeah, it took me a couple of years to accept it. Yeah, why? Maybe because I just didn't want to go through it. Mm-hmm. Maybe because I know I'm very family-oriented. My family means a lot to me, so being away from them, it really hurt me. And that was the big, biggest aspect because it was like everything that I was doing wasn't just destroying my life. It was also taking me away from a part of my life. So I definitely regret it, but... I don't at the same time because it made me something that I can actually be proud of and my family could be proud of. So is it something that you don't really care to share when you say you went away? No, I can share it. Um, I went to prison. Okay, that's all we need to 
the well, people I mean, seem to know I right now. To jail, so, mm-hmm. you know, I've been away for, I would want to say, close to 10 years. Yeah. But, like I said, it was necessary mm-hmm. because if, if it wasn't, who's to say where I would be, if I would even be here right now? I'm 31, so. So did you did you have any signs, any warnings, any foretells to say, <laughs> let's not do that, babe? Uh, yeah, I got a lot of warnings uh, from <laughs> <And> you. <laughs> a lot of uh, late night talks, a lot of you having dreams and prophesying to me. I will listen for a short period, but just to get over that hump of what you're telling me is what's going to happen. But it didn't really register to me i would say because there were still things i felt i wanted to do or needed to do Mm -hmm. i don't know why but i just i guess i got so deep in and i felt like there was more to experience in there so how was it growing up when you talk about the prophetic over my life how was it growing up with the mom that got used I ain't going to lie, I hated it for <laughs> so long. I had to, like, I didn't have no life. Like, it's you going to church on Wednesdays, uh, Fridays, Sundays, uh, revivals, Bible classes. And it was like, man, can I go and kick it with my friends? And I am your sick. friend. Yeah, you're my biggest <laughs> friend. But I want to go do hood rat things with my friends. You know? <laughs> and I was like, so, I mean, I hated it because... <laughs> As a kid, all my friends going to parties, and it's Friday night. Everybody like, what you doing? We finna get ready for this party. And I'm like, man, I got to go to church. <laughs> what, y'all, what y'all doing afterwards? Because I know after church, I'm outside. But it wasn't the same. But I can honestly say it taught me a lot because it's a lot of life lessons that you do need that you get out of the church. Mm-hmm. And I can say that I got a lot of life lessons from different aspects of my life. So was there anything that you apply from those things that you learned from growing up in church that you can apply today? Yeah, I think a lot of it, the, a lot of the, the thing that I use the most is my faith. Uh, mm-hmm. If I stand on something, I stand on it no matter what it is. If it's mm-hmm. religious or if it's me telling somebody I'm going to do something or me being what I consider is real to somebody mm-hmm. uh i use that i stand on that so that's kind of a principle that i learned in the church house if you say something stand on it whether it's religious wise whether it's a friendship wise stand on what you say so your word is bond and your word your name is more precious than silver and gold yeah so one of what is one of those things of those many a talks that we have that you want to share or can share that i would say don't do that and you do it anyway and then what was the results so the biggest memory that I have from you telling me something was I was, I want to say about 17 mm-hmm. and you told me the things that I'm doing, I wouldn't live to see 19. So it scared me and it's like, dang, what am I doing? Because I'm, I'm in the streets, but I don't feel I'm in the streets as hard as I really am. Yeah, it became right. normal to me. So it was like, well, what am I doing outside of what I've been doing? So I guess I played it cool for a cool amount of years. As soon as I hit 19 and I was still breathing, I was like, oh, she tripping. I don't know what she talking about. So that's one of the things that really like 
what is what's to come? What do you know that I don't know? And that's mm-hmm. always the main thing that stuck out to me the most. That one story that you that one time we. But talked can about. we talk about? You was doing a whole bunch of hood rat things in the street, so it wasn't like, oh, what am I doing, boy? Stop. Yeah, but but, but the thing about that is that remember that man came to the church and said the same thing that I said, and you had knocked off a lot of things, and then laid low. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. That's uh, somebody we had never seen before. It came to our church and had said to him the exact same thing that I had told him many months ago because um it just intensifies with you because you and I and your brothers are extremists. It's either this or that. Yeah. <laughs> it's no middle. It's black or white, pink or white, you're purple all in or green. Or you're not in at all. Exactly. All to the wall, you know? And so you you turned it up a notch. When I say turn it down, you turned it up a notch. And then he came to the church and said the exact same thing that the Lord had gave me many a month ago to the T yeah. to where it was like, oh, snap, <laughs> this man don't even know me. And he said the same thing my mom said. Yeah. And then it was like, oh, snap. And you laid low really? for a long time. <laughs> he laid low and he made it through um, because he knocked off some of them hood rat things. Yeah. And so it was more of if you don't knock it off, you won't make it. That's what the word was for you. Knock it off, son, because the things that you are into right now, you need not be into. And if you keep down going down this road and do not change and turn from your wicked ways, then you will be buried before the age of 19. And then the man came several months later because you was like, Oh, she on that Jesus stuff again. And he told you the very same thing. It was like verbatim what the Lord gave me. And so I appreciate him, whoever he was, (laughs) to even come because he just wasn't hearing me because he's like, she a Jesus freak and she do too much. And, you know, um, she radical in it and I'm radical in sin. And so (laughs) how's going to kick it, you know? And so you knocked it off and you made it through because you was you was going in deep. You was yeah. going in deep. Why are you trying to downplay yeah. <laughs> with your hat to the back? <laughs> you were trying to you trying to downplay it. But let's call that thing a thing here. We ain't going to tell everything. Yeah, we ain't going to tell everything, but we going to we going to tell it what it is and not seem like I was just on some old crazy crusade. <laughs> <laughs> Knock that off. So you see what I'm saying? One extreme. <laughs> he he um, crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just crazy. So does, do you feel that a lot of times that you had warning um, that you utilize that or you said, ah, she tripping? I'm not going to lie. I think having the family I had behind me kind of made it a little worse because I felt like I could do whatever and I know I got my family praying in the background so I'm gonna be all right somehow some way and so that I don't, I ain't gonna say it made me do a, go a little bit harder in the streets but I think that kind of like played in my head like all right I got this support behind me to know I'm gonna be okay yeah it's crazy but I was kind of moving to where like I was untouchable. Yeah. 
and I don't know how how it happened. It just was something I just thought was okay. Yeah, until they had to snatch you by the collar. Yeah, 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 that was that was not cool. <laughs> you said that was what you doing wasn't cool. I mean, they have the, the man. I mean, yeah. What you was doing wasn't cool. So as you can see, I need to stay on my knees because I got this one in the background. I mean, I'm better than I used to be. But, okay. You know, I still got my ways. And so, in saying in your ways, do you ever plan on changing any of your ways? Depend on what ways are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) Because I got a lot of different routes. So, uh, you got to tell me which one you're trying to GPS me on. (laughs) We don't take what you're talking about. Okay, we're going to put a pin in that because he's a whole mess right now. Slide that thing to Cupcake. So you made a mistake. (laughs) (laughs) So let's talk about a mistake that you can share right now and that you can say, was it necessary or no? Or no. I made quite a few mistakes. But we we don't have it to next week's episode. (laughs) Just today. Um. I think um, one of my biggest mistakes was um, trying to take control. Okay. I think that would be my biggest mistake. Because mm-hmm. me trying to be in control and in charge of every aspect of my life, I can't do that. Mm-hmm. It's too much for me to handle. Yeah. So it was um, something that you couldn't afford. Yeah. That was too expensive for you. Very expensive. I was going crazy. (laughs) (laughs) What made you in your mind think that you could handle it in the first place? It was a lie. It's like you're telling yourself over and over again you can do something and you can't, Mm -hmm. you know, especially like that. Yes, you could speak life into yourself, but when it makes sense Mm -hmm. and it's with wisdom, this wasn't with wisdom, it was stupidity. Okay. And so when did you realize, "Uh, someone made a mistake? Mm, When um, I got cussed out with no cuss words. Oh, <laughs> Who cussed you? You, mom. You, mom. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it hits different. It show does hit different. Cussing with no cuss words hit different. Yes. <laughs> so sure did you then look inward? Oh, absolutely. You have to make that shift. When you know you can take accountability, there has to be a switch off. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to be like, now you have somebody telling you about your situation that needs to switch. So for me, it was like, okay, you know, you have to get humbled mm-hmm. and realize what you did wrong and have full accountability for it. Yeah. And so from there, once you realize that, where you like, oh, snap, I don't want to be in control because I don't know what I'm doing. Absolutely. Okay. And I appreciate the correction. Okay, great. <laughs> Baxter. so you made a mistake (laughs) well like cupcake i won't keep you here until next week (laughs) but um i was just thinking um too like i would say not not control but i was thinking of um made the mistake of staying in anger for so long or Mm -hmm. even being offended for so long yeah like that thing i just remember like i can look back which we don't sit and reminisce anymore Mm -hmm. like i don't can't do that i can't stay there right but even as you were talking i was like i can think of all the times that i just overreact 
have overreacted about so many things. <laughs> right. And even up until literally a month ago right. when I called you crying right. over something so stupid. Right. That the Lord was like, girl, sit down, <laughs> shut up, and right. just listen and trust me. Right. <laughs> because you dripping. Right. And like you said, control basically. Like it right. can come down to that or it can come down to, yeah, I guess wanting to be in control of your feelings when you don't have the control. Yeah. Um, so I think, yeah, like it really comes down to that kind of in a way. Um, and is being like, I can rule my own life or I can, um, yeah. And also like living in my feelings, which aren't facts, aren't yes. factual that mm-hmm. don't, um, lead our life and we act like it does. And that's really, I think that's the biggest mistake that I made. Mm-hmm. And although I can look back, it's like, I don't regret it. Um, mm-hmm. though, like, but if I could turn back the hands of time, if I knew better, if I, you know, then I definitely would move differently. Mm-hmm. Cause it's like, when you're like that, it's like you think, or at least for me, I was like, dang, like everyone cares or must be um, like the offense, the offense thing. It's like mm-hmm. you think everyone's worried about you or somehow yeah. they're looking at you funny or just all these crazy yeah. things or all of a sudden everything that they're doing has to do with you in some way right. or even not even in like a um, like a full of myself. But it's like, oh, because I'm insecure, really, yeah. or just different things like that. And I'm right. like, that's not a place to live. Yeah. And so I think really it would be like a fence um anger for sure because it would be offense then anger you know mm-hmm. be like besties <laughs> but um like right like i'm offended and then i'm angry right then i'm offended right and then i'm angry <laughs> but <laughs> right <laughs> like dang and then i'm sick of me like we said right. i am sick of me <laughs> i'm sick of tired of you right <laughs> in the mirror like <laughs> me versus me literally right. that's crazy um it's literally <laughs> like that's really what it is because like right. we said how the devil like um we were talking about it like how the devil doesn't even care about you right. like he wants you to be sick of you and turn right. against you like he's not right. even the one that's against you he's against right. like you said your calling so right. Right. um for me yeah that was it for yeah. sure so do you feel it was necessary to understand that mistake and where you were at and where you were living in Yes, because it really affected like which I see why and, and like now I can see why I had to go through that and why um, it affected certain things or like relationships, especially with mm-hmm. friends, because mm-hmm. I could even like look back and I would even feel those things probably because I had so well, obviously I had spirits I didn't know I was yeah. dealing with. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, like, why do I feel this way? But I'm just mm-hmm. so mad and angry. Like, I don't even that's just it. Yeah. Like, and I'm just, ugh, you know. Yeah. Um, but even at that time um, or I guess looking back, I can say like, dang, like, um it was definitely essential for me to understand that now yeah. because um, now I know how to move and it's mm-hmm. like correction is so much better and you learn how to move. But I think it was essential and it was necessary because those friendships and those things that I had at that time weren't um, God's will. Yeah. You know, cause this mm-hmm. is God's will here. Yeah. So it's yeah. like, that was okay for a time cause I had to go through that. So now um, as you have poured into me or y'all, I could learn from y'all the correction and mm-hmm. like how to actually just um, move in the spirit and mm-hmm. move as a woman of God and yeah. to let ri- get rid of those things, those yeah. things, or mm-hmm. yeah, those feelings, those spirits. Then, um, I think like I can also talk to someone who has dealt with that too, mm-hmm. or just even if it's a friend or whoever it is, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. So are you, are you now able to say you learned and took something from that? Oh yeah, definitely. It changed my life. Okay. For sure. Wait, you mean like being like in the past or you like learning learned, that? Yeah, you learned. Oh yeah. And it was necessary. Yeah. And so what did you learn from that? Um, I learned like, well, in this walk, especially it's like, I learned how to take heed. I feel like yeah. I learned how to, um, 
like I said, that your emotions don't rule who you are. They mm-hmm. can't rule who you are. Yeah. Like even Rosie, like we were talking about, even or like your thoughts in your mind can't rule who you are. Yeah. Um, and how you can't like let those um, thoughts come into you and attack you even just one little thought because and then in an instance you have a million thoughts that are just um then you're casting like cast out all the way at sea and you're like how did I get here like (laughs) so it was definitely like it changed my life um being able to like really basically it's really when you become saved or in this walk when y'all have when you reveal it and then you're able to step back and you can look at the whole situation like we say you're not looking at the peripheral or you're not looking like at the big picture like that's Mm -hmm. what you were saying a few months ago the big picture is so important because this tiny minute this tiny moment Mm -hmm. doesn't is just a moment in time and it doesn't compare like we say it doesn't compare to the joy or the bigger plans that are coming yeah um you know so i think yeah it was the biggest uh transformation for me okay pass it back to cupcake what did you learn from your experience what did you take away from that that you can't be in control um to sit back and to learn god's in control and listen to what he's saying to Mm -hmm. you so you can move correctly yeah and in his way yeah. in his right way yeah because your way is the wrong way yeah okay pass that back to ice so just um putting it out there he's not saved but if y'all see him on the streets and you say hey man to god call him those things that are not <laughs> as if they are and he's making a face <laughs> oh, don't answer this pray for me pray for me <laughs> Can you answer to me why don't you want to get saved at this stage? What what hindered you? Is it something that I did that hinder you? I wouldn't say it's nothing you've done. I would say it's my own experiences and how I am. Okay. I feel there's a lot of things in my life that I'm not ready to let go of. Uh Uh-huh. And those things aren't going to mix well with a safe life. Yeah. So instead of half stepping something, I might as well not even get into the water. Okay. And so what is what does save look like to you? What do you know save to be like? Oh, um, <laughs> I don't know how to even explain it. Honestly, it's a. The shortest way I can explain it is it's a different walk of life. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not. Man, I don't know, because it's so many different forms that you see and you'd be like, is that what it is? But it sometimes it's not. So mm-hmm. I really don't know how to answer that one. That's a tough question. Why is it? Because you're saying that you it don't mix well. So you should be able to explain to me what it mix well with then. Like, what does that even look like? What does that okay, mean so to you? For example, one of the things that don't mix well that I do is I smoke. Mm-hmm. So me knowing being saved, that's a no go. And yeah. I do that daily. So, yeah. I mean... A lot of the things in my life, I would say I would have to cut out. Okay. Because it's not of God. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that another easy way I could say, save look like is the total opposite of me. <laughs> 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 but, I mean, that's a hard way to, I mean, that's a hard one to describe. Mm-hmm. I, I guess it's really something you can only 
experience if you see it because it's a lot of it's a lot of pretend in the world and mm-hmm. everything and religion is one of them mm-hmm. so you can think for so long that's what save look like and that's what it is that's what i know but what you've been taught could be completely wrong yeah so Ooh, i that's, guess that's it the best thing you can do is just let god use you in the aspect that he wants to use you in because what looks wrong or right to me might not be wrong or right to you and your aspect of life it may be something that you need to do that i don't understand so i mean i guess that don't answer the question but that's my answer mm. so it's because you want to stay in control yeah, yeah. okay so do you have a yeah. control issue no i want to i mean in a way yes i feel like like I said, my experience that I've been through, I haven't had control of my life for so many years. Mm-hmm. So right now, I don't feel like anybody else could have control of my life but me. Okay. And it may be selfish, but at the same time, I feel like I I need a time to be selfish to find out who I am completely. Because, yeah, I know where I want to be and what I am right now, but it may not be where I am two, three years from now. Yeah. So right now, I'm just basically figuring out who I want to be, where I want to be in life. Mm -hmm. So it's cute to me how you think you're still in control, though. That's cute to me. And I'm going to let you have that. But it's cute that you think you... But in my mind, there's so much that I feel like I'm in control of. I know it's stuff behind the scenes that I know I definitely can't control. But in my mind, there's things that I feel like I have the power to which way it goes, whether it's left or right. Mm-hmm. But I know I don't have the power in every aspect of my life. But I, it just feels better to me to know that I, I can make a decision for myself depending on what the situation is. Mm-hmm. So do you think a choice and a decision could save your life and that a choice and a decision is big? You remember I used to always tell y'all that when you were younger. Do you believe that to be true? What? That a choice or a decision can save your life. And the choice and the decision really matters. And it yeah. can affect other people as well. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. When did you start believing that? Because before, you know, I've always been a liar in y'all eyes. Like, she a Jesus freaking the lies, the lies she tells. <laughs> I mean, I guess it took me being incarcerated to realize it took me to sit back and not have nothing to distract me from the outside world. Yeah. Not going to smoke or go kick it with my homies or mm-hmm. go chase some female or go spend money on something just because I feel like it's fun that day. Mm-hmm. I guess it took me to really sit back and have nothing but time on my hands to realize everything. Yeah. Okay. And so is that true to this day to you? Does that ring down in your shondo? I would say it does. Okay. I would say, yeah. So do you now move more cautiously? Very cautiously. I definitely take time to think about everything I do, no matter what it is. If it's something I feel that's like not bad at all Mm -hmm. and something that I feel like is a little borderline tippy, Mm -hmm. but I I sit back and analyze every decision I make now, even with my anger problem, I sit back and really think about what I do before I do it because it has a big effect on me no matter what move I make. Right. Now, I just need to tell you because I need I felt led in my spirit. You don't got to really think about it too long when you want to buy me a gift. You don't got to think about that. You can just let the Lord use you. 
You just let okay. the Lord well, use you. When he use me, I definitely will uh, let him use me to buy your gift. <laughs> <laughs> you don't got to think in 91 times and 91 ways. Just pull it out of the, of the wallet or the billfold and let him have his way. <laughs> okay, so I hand that to Reese Reese. So you made a mistake. So I made a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> made a lot of those, uh, as my sisters and bro talked about. Um, but the biggest one I would say that I made was being spiritually opened. I claimed mm-hmm. it. I named it. I got to know God about 16, got saved, didn't know how to walk that thing out like mm-hmm. y'all heard. But mm-hmm. I literally went from there to being in the 1920s. Going through my, not the 1920s, literally, y'all, because y'all know I'm <laughs> still young and saved and fine. But, you know, I literally was like, just, I'm spiritually open. And I would yeah. claim it, make it my way, you know, I was singing yeah. the same song. Right. Um, and it got me into a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And I started exploring the ancestors and, you know, just wanted to know who I was as a black mm-hmm. girl. Didn't accept that young. Always mm-hmm. had a friend who was like biracial. Mm-hmm. Always was this identity, identity, identity. Mm-hmm. So, being spiritually open and claiming that thing mm-hmm. really took me out. Like yeah. I had um, was in the faith, even got married, was like, I'm going to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. Wrong timing. Mm-hmm. It needs to be God's timing. That's Cupcake talked yes. about. Mm-hmm. But literally, um, and it wasn't per- it wasn't permis- uh, perfect. Well, it was permissible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just being spiritually open. I literally opened myself to everything spiritually. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, you a believer. You have <clears throat> Jesus. You, you know, have all these things. But it's like okay, I'm trying to reason. I'm trying to be in control, mm-hmm. like everybody talked about. I yeah. want to be open to what my path is my way. I have free will. It was like I took the free will, like, oh, Jesus gave free will? Bet. And then started yeah. exploring a whole bunch of things that opened me up to a lot of spiritual realms that I was stuck in, that I connected with other people with, that I end up dating somebody and getting deeper in that thing with mm-hmm. every single time. Even if it was a different person, it was still a familiar spirit right. um, that I introduced myself to. Just conversation just wanted to help them yeah. you know discover for themselves as well mm-hmm. it wasn't even romantic or uh, yeah. romantical as I called it but then it would turn into that then I'm in a stronghold on top of stronghold because right. I already had my own so it was just being spiritually open and wanting to you know no problem with getting to know who where we came from and mm-hmm. you know what tribe you may have been from <clears throat> and Africa and all these things but I didn't realize how rooted I got in that world in that mm-hmm. life of wanting to be in control and know who God was for myself but my God that I basically was recreating yeah I was trying to revise Jesus yeah. and add some sprinkles to salvation when it didn't even need no help right then I ended up going into my really big uh mistake was trying to be God for everybody yeah because I ultimately wanted to be my own God yeah. it was like I didn't know that at the time and mm-hmm. that's what I was getting talking to mm-hmm. from the enemy which yeah. was Satan but it right. was like oh no you got free will Jesus yeah. said you go ahead Evie, Eve Misha right <laughs> <Go ahead>. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all know when it get deep, I gotta, but no, literally I was deep in that thing. I was getting contacted, all kind of things. So we ain't got all day, but I literally was like, oh, I'm in far deep. I didn't put money on that thing. It says where your money is, where your heart is at. I didn't got into this thing. And now how do I get out? So you were tithing to that. I was tithing to that. I went from tithing to Jesus to tithing to that. Yeah. Wonder why my money was all messed up. Right. Wonder why I was in so much poverty times. Yeah. Why I was homeless again. Right. Why I um, just kept attracting people who would just indoctrinate me even 
more yeah. with the freedom of being a black woman. Yeah. No, I was still in bondage. I yeah. was like, oh, I'm not a slave because I ain't going to do this and that and that. And I yeah. probably wasn't a slave. I don't know if it was this. That was not glorifying nothing yeah. but my flesh, but yeah. I, well, how I wanted to live and what I wanted to do and ultimately be in control. Yeah. So um, that was my biggest mistake. And it just walked me right into being.